Newsweek presents The Debate with Andrew Tolman. Everything 100% of the time, 24 hours a day is a negotiation. Rakeem Brooks. This is a common good that we are talking about. Amani wells on Yoha. I'm completely fed up with whether it's politicized or not. And Jeff Charles. That distracts us from actually rolling up our sleeves. The Debate starts now. For the first time in 60 years, the SAG actors and the writers are on strike at the same time. And this hasn't happened since, funnily enough, Ronald Reagan was uh, the president of SAG, which I didn't know was a thing until recently. Only portends badness. I know. but Fran Drescher is the new Ronald Reagan? Is that what I'm hearing? Fran Drescher is the new Ronald Reagan, and we love Fran. She's an icon. But the reason that they're on strike is one, because of the whole streaming things, the the people who are cutting the checks, a.k.a. the CEOs, don't want to admit that times have changed and you can't be paying people two cents a stream anymore. Since the majority of shows are on streaming networks, people need to be compensated for their time that they're putting into making these multimillion dollar productions, the success that they are. Um, But the other part of the equation, which I really wanted to dig into, is the whole AI piece of it. And there's a part of this negotiation that actually blows my mind that they're even trying to pass is that they can scan the likeness of background actors and pay them for the one day of work that they're there. And then you, I'm not kidding, use their likeness limitlessly for the rest of their life and only pay them for that one day of work that it took them to get the initial scan. I think that is absolutely insane. So insane that Black Mirror just came out with an episode about this called Joan is Awful, literally like two months ago. So just for that show to come out and then we see this playing out in real life is actually insane to me. And I would like to get y'all's thoughts on this whole situation. I'm going to start with you, Andrew. What do you think? Yeah, if you find yourself as the uh, represented by the antagonist in Black Mirror, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a really good way to know you've definitely gone astray. Um, yeah, I think the uh, the business about, you know, the capturing people's images and their motions over the course of a day and owning that property for the rest of forever is I mean, it's it is insane. It's genuinely insane. It kind of reminds me, you know, we always sort of laugh at the whether it's true or not. The old story is that you go to the jungle and you meet the natives and you try to take a picture and then they break your camera because you're stealing their soul. Mm-hmm. Well, look at what Hollywood, you know, Hollywood is trying to not just steal your soul, but then profit on it uh, without your getting any benefit for the rest of forever. It's it's crazy. But I also think about things like how does this technology work going forward? You know, we've seen uh, whether it's being done or just being proposed, but you can make the next movie based on what that actor's archive of video footage is or their voice patterns. And all. it's like every part of this gives me the willies. And I, I don't know how to stop it mm-hmm. other than maybe, I don't know, something along the lines of you're not allowed to create new content based on what's been recorded with past content. Like it feels like that's where the barrier ought to be, but I don't know how you enforce that. So I'm annoyed, frustrated. I think it's crazy, but I don't know what to do about it exactly. Yeah. Call me a radical, but I think people should have control over how their likeness is used. I don't know. It's just me, but I feel like you should be able to have a say in what type of content that your likeness is being used to produce if you want it to be happening at all. And I feel like it's just a way for people to eliminate labor from the equation like we do in multiple other industries. But to do it in this industry is not only cheap and greedy of the, the corporations, but it's also just kind of violating to me. 
And one thing that I just, it just made me think of, I hadn't made the connection before, but take me with the, the right intention. It feels weirdly like slavery. It feels weirdly like you're selling your whole future creative capacity into somebody else's hands for them to just use however they see fit with, again, very little upfront compensation. I don't know, just a thought. Exactly. I mean, these companies can profit off of supposedly one day of somebody's labor. It, it, that that just doesn't that doesn't feel right to me. Like, especially to take somebody's likeness and just you know use it in perpetuity. It just not only does it see not seem right to me, but it makes me wonder what kind of product you're going to push out with that. No matter how advanced AI gets, I'm not convinced that it will ever be able to fully 100% mimic a real human's acting, the, the nuances that go with that. I mean, there's just no way to do it. And I remember when Rogue One came out and they had a computer generated uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, the actor that played him has been had been dead for a long time. And they did. And people appreciated seeing that character again. But it got a lot of criticism because it just wasn't it wasn't done right. It didn't feel like a good homage to the character. So if you imagine them doing this with a lot of different actors or a lot of different characters, it becomes like a watered down milk toast version of what it could have been if you had that same if you actually had an actor in that position or people who saw the Flash movie when they gave all those homages to all the, the past Supermans. You know, people appreciated the homage, but I don't think anybody would, would want to watch a full movie of that because it just doesn't capture the essence of what those actors brought to life on the screen. Yeah, 100 percent. And to me, it really just boils down to greed, because as you're explaining this, my, my thought process is what benefit would you have to replace an actor with their likeness or a robot or an AI version of them? The only reason they're doing this is to save money while they have net profits. I was going through the um, the salaries of the CEOs. Every single CEO of these corporations is making well over a hundred million dollars a year. A lot of them in the twos and threes and four hundred millions a year. Yet they're saying that they can't because they they're they're not profitable allegedly. When their whole salary comes from profits, right. I don't know. It's it's just giving nonsense, and they're playing in our faces at this point. And I understand the actors and the writers' frustrations. I seem to be the only one who looks forward to tomorrow among this group. <laughs> oh, Lord, here we go. When the machines are involved, y'all get real weird and all aligned. Okay. Yeah, that's because you're a big proponent of Skynet. I, I remember that. Right. I, right. I, I don't I don't want to go too far down this path, but you you look your your video is a little paler. Uh, you're resolving a little slower than normal. Um, is there any way you could convince me, say, that you haven't already been replaced by the AI? Because that's it what I fear is. Obviously, the AI Rakeem is going to defend the AI future. Yeah, exa exactly. Exactly. OK, let me. I have a question for the group. <laughs> so I I'm I'm playing devil's advocate to some extent, but I at least understand the economic logic. So at least with the example you gave, Amani, which is you got the extra, right? Who like walks across the screen, right? Why do I need that person to walk across the screen again tomorrow if I got it the first time, right? It's just like when you capture a clip and you're like, okay, we're going to reuse it. We might use it in another place. That actor is theoretically now free to have other opportunities that are available out there for them to do, for them to walk one more time walk across, across somebody screen. else's screen for <laughs> it then to be captured. But I guess what I've been trying to figure out is from the movie producer's perspective or from Hollywood's perspective, 
there are do seem to be some cost saving measures, but there are places where actors, I'm sure they would admit, are not going to be replaceable. What we're really talking about are all right, now I'm gonna really get hate mail. What we're talking about are the D-list actors. Uh-oh. Hold who on, benefit okay. from are the you union, which is why unions are so important. Oh, who benefit Ooh. from the union. But I'm just saying the actors who are worth seeing are going to have rights mm-hmm. to their images and to their personas in perpetuity, just like <laughs> we went through the whole thing in the 1950s and 60s where black people had to say, actually, I want rights to my record and to my voice. And you can't you record company can't own the whole thing. So there'll be a pushback and there'll be a negotiation. I'm glad that they all went on strike together. I think that that's important. But it's not the AI <laughs> that's I mean, like disturbing me. That, that's an interesting merit-based argument that you're making there. That is. Well, listen, <laughs> I've been hanging around you all for a while. And hey, 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 we've been rubbing off. In, in this fine <laughs> country, you know. In what Jeff said, I think there's there's this feeling, and, and I, we're gonna sound, I'm going to sound super arrogant here, but I feel like the four of us are fairly creative, fairly good at what we do, fairly high-end, rational brain function humans, Okay. And so I think it's very natural for us to feel like, well, an AI is not coming for me. You know, like I will always be like the A-list actor, the great actor, you know, mm-hmm. nobody can ever AI replace Meryl Streep. I, I mean, how much confidence do you have, honestly, that there's anything that humans do as an endeavor mm-hmm. that can't one day be turned to technology? Because three years ago, not a one a year ago, probably not a one of us would have said that AI could write a term paper. Yeah. Here we well, are. I guess I would, but, but I would say in that context, right? Meryl Streep is going to own rights to Meryl Streep in perpetuity. No, she's not. That's yes, the whole point. No, 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 no. I think, no, no, what I'm They're saying. They're going to buy her when she's 19 yeah, and own her forever. It's not the simplicity of someone walking across the screen, right? They're going to create all sorts of rights for our images and so forth. I, I am not disturbed by the idea that AI can write a term paper or can write the brief for me. As far as I'm concerned, it helps to speed up certain processes. It allows me to engage myself differently than I might otherwise. Uh, It may make this law degree slightly less valuable. But when that movie goes and becomes a high grossing film, Meryl Streep is going to get her cut. So I'm just saying, like, we're just using shortcuts and ways of reproducing things more quickly. Now, I don't know what all that acceleration means in terms of society. That's always the place where I'm a little dubious about, you know, do you need everything on demand in an instant? But y'all gave that up with streaming. Y'all just decided that we were going to give up on cable. I loved commercials. Can I just say, I know this is an aside, but I loved commercials. I thought they were great, right? All the jingles we remember from our childhood, gone, because y'all gave in the streaming. And now you're mad about the AI? Rakeem, it sounds to me like you're saying that society should only care about those at the top and that the rest of us at the bottom who are replaceable, whose labor isn't as valuable. It doesn't matter what happens to them. No, 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 I'm I'm still on your side for the society writ large. I'm saying, listen, you, Amani, you know that I want to live in your socialist republic. I don't know. That's fine. I want to live in your socialist republic. But I'm saying AI is not the battleground for the socialist republic. Okay, let me give you taxes and distribution. Mm -mm. If you start getting rid of the little people and saying that they can be replaced and you can keep their likenesses, that stuff is going to spread everywhere. Okay, you watch Radio Player One last night or something. What do you see? Everybody in a junkyard and inside the headsets. You think they're going to stop at background actors? Once y'all start to accept stuff, they're going to start doing more and more and more and more and more. And it's only going to get worse. I don't think we should give them any leeway. We shouldn't even put a crack in that door. We need to seal it shut, put certain 
certain legal parameters around this type of stuff so that people can protect their own identity. Imagine. Did you see Joan is Awful? You didn't watch. I didn't see Joan is Awful. Okay. I you have to watch Joan is Awful. Imagine you waking up, you walking down the street, you see your face plastered everywhere and some corporation is making millions on it. They're getting the streams, they're getting the money, people buying the merch. And you're telling me you saw me in Walgreens and scanned my face from the dang uh, security. For all who watched it, just remember <laughs> the drama in that movie came from Selma Hayek talking to her lawyer about the mistake that he made in the contract. Hey, don't, don't be spoiling stuff now. I yeah, know, right? Like, I haven't even seen the thing yet. But okay. so, so how much of this, like, how much of this could be solved by residuals as opposed to hourly payments? Like, if the, you know, if, if the background actor is willing to sell into perpetuity his walk across the stage finesse, then at least he should be getting something off of that as opposed to, a, you know, I'm going to pay you one hundred dollars for this event. I'll pay you 80 bucks and then a dime or something. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like residuals would somehow work to solve this problem. Yeah, it's like y'all want to have to play for the DJ at every party. We don't do that. Maybe the DJ wants to. <laughs> you can guess, but we don't do that is my point. <laughs> Nobody's just like the DJ has to, you know, it's like when you had bands back in the day, right? You mm-hmm. want to hear that song. You got to play that band. And we were like, no, actually, we have <laughs> records and we have CDs. And to Andrew's point, we're going to give you a cut. The problem's not the AI problem is the economics. But then I also wanted to, because in that article, it also talked about uh, the, the Writers Guild and, and writing mm-hmm. scripts and screenplays and things like that. And I, I'm not a screenwriter, but I am a writer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know, like, like, say with ChatGPT, I, when I write, I use it to get ideas. I don't use it to write the article for me because there's just no way that an AI is going to be able to have my voice. So I'll use it to get ideas as far as arguments for and against whatever I'm arguing for. It can help me see things in a different point of view and it kind of streamlines it there. But unless you're doing like a straight factual reporting type of thing, GPT can't really mimic that. And again, maybe this is just my ignorance speaking. I don't know that AI will ever get to a point to where it can be Jeff Charles or Andrew Tallman or or Amani or or Keem Brooks. Like, I, I don't know that that can happen. But at the same time, if they're using it to take shortcuts and yes, the, the quote unquote little people are suffering because of it, then it, it might be an issue. But then again, you have to think about the product that comes out. If you're creating crappy products with AI, whether it's an actor's likeness or a bad script or whatever, at some point, people are just going to say, I don't want this. I mean, that, that, that is what's going to happen. I, I know I'm giving a free market answer. That actually wasn't my intention, but I am giving a free market uh, uh, perspective on this. But I don't think that AI, when it comes to the creative field, I do not believe that AI can create something as good as a human can. I was worried about the long term effects here. Like, you know, Amani in this article, it was very interesting. I'm with Jeff. The idea that the AI might generate the bones of the plot and then you'd have like the highly skilled human writers would come in and make it poignant, make it funny, dramatize, it, you know, make it really the great product. And what I'm thinking is uh, you need people building the basics as experience. Mm-hmm. So that they can develop the skill to be the high end refiner types. And if you don't have the sort of minor leagues of writing, so to speak, then you don't have any developmental path towards the big leagues. I mean, all of us have done writing and we know that our early writing wasn't great. But if you have Chad GPT doing the writing for you to start. Well, that's the stuff you need to be doing just to learn how to write effectively so that in the end you can make the great writing. 
I, I don't I don't think that the you, you have a productive path to creating great writers unless they're grunt writers to begin with. And it seems like all that grunt work is getting taken away, too. Yeah, 100 percent. And that's probably my primary concern in this entire argument. Like we've talked about Meryl Streep a lot. Meryl Streep just didn't come into the acting world as Meryl Streep. She probably had to take a million smaller little segmented roles here and there to build up her reputation to become the pristine actress that she is today. So I just want us to make sure that we're protecting these people on their career developmental journey. We're giving them access to the knowledge, to the skills, and not simply replacing them just because we can. It doesn't mean that we should. If you would like to be a part of the debate, email us. The debate at newsweek.com.